0: Hey podcast listeners, this is Christy Powell with Women Talk Construction. I'm here with Angela and Christine Yerkes. And she is joining us today to talk about a lot of things, but one of the things we're going to talk about first thing this morning as we continue to have more conversations helping women want to enter our industry what are the challenges we're finding with this new infrastructure bill and all the construction? Well, I'm going to start by saying I have to go to a Columbia meeting and leave an hour early because of the construction on 26 going towards Columbia, South Carolina. How about you, Angela? What what kind of joys or <laughs> aggravations are you getting out of uh, the infrastructure
1: bill and all the construction with bridges and roads? Well, you know, it's a lot. But you know what? I'm going to go to the reason why we need it. It's mm-hmm. because Good every one. time I drive down the street, I see, I, I don't, I barely even see a South Carolina driver's tag now.
2: It's oh. always
1: an out-of-state tag. And and that's causing a lot of this, too. I wonder if Christine has seen that in where she lives as well.
2: Yeah. We're <laughs> in Florida, home of the snowbird. I got not it. home of the snowbird. But anyway, they're all <laughs> flooding down, especially with current weather. So it seems like our state bird is a traffic cone, and <laughs> we get all sorts of people mixing on the roads, and it's dangerous. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, but it we is. need it desperately. This state's growing so fast.
0: Yeah, it, it feels like everybody
2: is. The Southeast
1: it? is just booming, mm-hmm.
2: and Southeast area. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: a lot of people from California even coming this way. Yes,
1: yes, yeah, for
2: sure.
0: Yeah. Well, Christine, tell us. I mean, I know how amazing you are, and I've gotten to meet you in person, and we had a really fun dinner. I want to say that was in D.C. Were we in D.C.? Yes, we were. Yes, we were.
2: That was yes, funny. we were.
0: That was fun. And anyway, while we we're in the Uber, I got to hear just a little bit of Christine's story at dinner and in the Uber, and thought that the whole world needed to hear your story. So, <laughs> give the audience a little, just a small background of you know where what you're doing and who you are, and why you have a passion for helping women in our industry. Oh, goodness. Late
2: 80s, graduated, uh, went to the Navy because I ran out of money in college, like a lot of people. They Uh got me a scholarship. So I became a Navy Civil Engineer Corps officer and stayed active duty until my second daughter and then went reserves, had a great time and became uh, eventually a civilian with the government and stayed in the reserves, retired from the reserves after 23 years, which was great a great deal if anybody wants to try that it's fun. Yes. <laughs> and then worked as a civilian for a long time and just kind of needed something different. So I decided to take the contractor exam just to see if I could pass it. Passed it and thought, "Oh, now I've got to do something with it." <laughs> so <laughs> opened a company for consulting in 2014 and quit my government job. Well, took an early retirement after a really almost fatal accident. And reprioritized my life in 15 and started working as a general contractor for government contracts.
0: Nice. Mm. And you're very good at it, I've seen. Thank you.
2: We're having fun. That leads me to one of my first questions.
0: You worked on the Trinity River Floodway. What were some of the most significant challenges you and your team faced during the demolition of those historical bridges in that area? And how did you overcome them, especially considering the proximity to an Operating Elevated Commuter Train.
2: Uh, Well, that one was tough.
0: (laughs) I can't even imagine.
2: (laughs) The hardest part was getting on site, because if you work for the Army Corps of Engineers, you know that the paperwork's very, very intense. Um, Luckily, we're pretty good at it, because I used to be on the other side um, working shouldn't say other side. I used to be a government employee, so I knew the pay board. Right. But, oh my goodness, how hard it is as a contractor. I need to apologize to my contractors. But anyway. <laughs> um, it is, isn't it? Yeah. But once you're on site, it was an interesting, it was in the flood plain, So there was levees on either side, downtown Dallas, which unfortunately isn't one of the safer places to work. Uh, so being in the no. floodway, you're out of view of police um, and anybody that might be able to help you if there's an issue. And there were three mm. different types of bridges. One was wood, over a hundred years old. One was concrete, one was steel. Mm. And really the hardest part was to wrap your mind around working in a floodway, that if they called you, you had to get $3 million worth of equipment out of that floodway in minutes. Because mm. something might be coming if there's a storm north of us. So that was the hardest part, was getting all those risk assessments settled. And then the other part was I'm amateur historian, so it was really hard to take down Aww. a bridge that, that was old, that old. So we decided to do it with respect. And honestly, the best thing we ever did was hire a local contractor. We were able to watch his videos of demolition online. And we saw one where the building didn't quite go down and the guy behind the camera had a great sense of humor. And I thought, okay, I'm a warped sense of humor kind of person. Let's let's work (laughs) with this company. That company just were amazing. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, what was the name of it? Lloyd Neighbors Demolition in Dallas and or Dallas area. So, really, the the best thing that we did was hire really good subs. So once we got on site, the realistic risks were, of course, flooding, but hogs. There were wild Uh hogs everywhere. I really? could be out in the back of my truck looking at plans, and our safety guy, who's also my husband, would call and say, Hoddle alert, get in the bed of your truck. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. And um, fire. Well, you don't hear that every day. No, you oh. don't. Um, actually, <laughs> yeah. we do. We have a farm, and oh, oh, that's what we right. don't need. Anybody okay. want to go? I don't hear that every day. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is the public outcry about bringing down a historic mm. bridge, because of course yeah. it was in the news. and. Right. That's so mm-hmm. so it, it was okay. The, the way we handled it is we just stopped and the guys would keep working and leadership for Yerkes would just go out and chat with people and say, hey, this is why we're doing this. You're going to get a really nice park here because that's why we were taking them down because they were right. dangerous. Frankly, okay. they were deadly dangerous. And um, you climb up on one of these bridges, which was very easy to do. And it was 23 feet tall with no safety measures. Uh-huh. So wow. anyway, so we took them down and a lot of people who came by to say goodbye to the bridge left with a souvenir. We gave in hopes nice. dark. Yeah. The railroad company's not listening, but we gave away railroad spikes. <laughs> and nice. believe me, when we had a excavator that had a six and a half foot claw working next to a new commuter train within 10 feet, there was a lot of sucking into the breath. I bet. But the guy that was running... Makes want to busy- do that now. <sighs> It is crazy, but the yeah. the guy running that that um, piece of equipment was amazing. He had and me. he never never a risk in his mind. So wow. we, we brought her down in record time and finished three months early. That's mm. amazing. Yeah, well, so. the other
0: thing you did too was 86% recycling rate of materials. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I yep. mean, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Elaborate on that. That's some pretty innovative sustainability. Especially mm-hmm. when you're talking about wood, concrete, and steel.
2: Well, it, it, yeah, it wasn't easy. Really, the the best thing that we did, what, number one, hire great contractor subcontractors. Mm-hmm. That's all they do. They All they do is demo. Yeah. And we went through many, many meetings before we even mobilized saying, how are we going to do this? And trying to assess the risks. This company didn't work for the federal government a lot. So we spent a lot of time saying, you have to do it this way. Oh, yeah. This is the way we're going to do it. This is the way we have to sort it. Because we had to get everything every night out of the floodplain. Mm. Because just in case there was a flood, because all the debris. So, anyway, long story short, they just picked everything apart and placed it in piles. And fortunately, concrete with steel in it can be taken to the concrete plant and they'll sort it. Oh, nice. So that mm-hmm. helped a lot. So really, it wasn't hard to get the 86% rate after you had figured out the weights of everything and mm. the percentages. And then we had three equipment operators, three pieces of equipment, all of them working together to sort all this into three piles.
1: Mm. That's awesome. So, that and is. They carry it off. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Wow.
0: 84 Lumber Company is the nation's largest privately held supplier of building materials, manufactured components, and industry-leading services for single and multi-family residences and commercial buildings. The company operates 310 facilities, which include stores, component manufacturing plants, custom door shops, and engineered wood product centers in 35 states. 84 Lumber Company also offers turnkey installation services for a variety of products, including framing installation, siding, windows, roofing, decking, and drywall. For more information, visit 84lumber.com.
1: Well, first off, I want to say that it is extremely hard to get your Florida license, builder's license. I just want to note that on here. So kudos to you. Thank you. So I want to ask this question. As a woman in a male populated industry, which you've been there pretty much all of your career, (laughs) what strategies have you employed to successfully navigate and lead in the construction and federal contracting sectors? Like what advice would you give other women seeking, you know, to excel in a similar role as yours or either, you know, move up that ladder and be CEO like you did?
2: Don't go in there thinking you're a minority. You're just you. Just be yourself. Be yourself. Love that. Don't go in there thinking I'm a woman. They're all men. Go in there thinking, hi, I'm a woman. I got this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you just got to go. Honestly, early on, there were a lot of problems, men and women working together in construction. Mm-hmm. I just turned a blind eye to it and I was myself. And if they didn't like mm-hmm. me, who cared? Yeah. <laughs> I, could care, I could care at home and cry at home. But I right. had an out, outward persona of this is the way it's going to be. Right. And, yeah. you know, it's amazing when you talk to people and you know what you're talking about and you work harder than they do. You work longer hours than they do, how you eventually earn their respect. And if you mm-hmm. don't earn their respect, they're not worth getting uh, their respect. Right. They're not your people. Right? So just be yourself. <laughs> and, you know, and if you're a comedian at heart, that never hurts to have a, of, <laughs> a dry sense of humor. But you also have to be dignified And represent Mm -hmm. yourself well. Don't don't go in there like a little schoolgirl if you're 22 years old working with 50, 60 year old men. Don't worry about it. You're you. You've got your qualifications. You're there too,
0: for a reason.
2: Right. So
0: yeah, yeah. It's all about the image you have in your own head, right? Mm -hmm. Right.
2: And what I would strongly advise anybody going into construction and they want to move up, join professional societies, learn Mm -hmm. how to speak. I speak at every conference I go to. It's free marketing. It's nice. also, um if I didn't speak every few months, I wouldn't be able to sit here and talk to you. I'd be a nervous wreck.
0: Right. It just helps take the edge off, doesn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Toastmasters, anything. Join the mm-hmm. Society of Women Engineers. Join um, Women in Construction. Talk yeah. to older women. Just gain that confidence. And if you're not confident, act like you are.
1: Yes. <laughs> if you... Thank really you. Awesome make it. advice. <laughs> <laughs> As if
2: becomes reality.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, we've, we've kind of already highlighted how you have an amazing extensive amount of experience and especially in the military and federal construction. Could you share some of the key insights into the unique challenges and opportunities presented by the projects you've been on and um, how they differ from other types of construction work?
2: There's nothing more different than federal and commercial construction. True. I haven't done a lot of commercial, but, uh, you know, you see it out there and you know what's going on. Federal construction, it is almost all paperwork. Mm. If you can get the paperwork mm. done and work through it with the government as a team, you'll be okay in the beginning. If you start thinking, why do they do this? Why do I have to submit this? This is stupid. You're <laughs> not going to win. No, Give it up and do it or hire somebody to do it for you that knows how to do it. And, Great advice. Um,
1: yeah, I was going to ask if you could do that, if you could get like somebody that knows, because it mm-hmm. sounds like you come at it from having done it on the flip side to knowing what you have to do on the other side. And so there are consultants out there that help.
2: Yes, there are. And there's also people retiring from the military at wow. 40 years old. Right. You know,
1: that can also help. Mm-hmm. All right. Air Force
2: are contracting officers as enlisted. How officers. would they find them? Uh, just go to the BASIS, I guess, and okay. go to the SAME meetings. Go to the oh, S-A-M-E. Um, those are great. Go to technical societies. If people belong to a technical society, normally they really care about their career. Mm-hmm. Um, there's contract. There's contracting officers that belong to contracting functions mm-hmm. or technical societies. Excuse me, but it's really the paperwork that's so different in getting mm-hmm. that done. You know, the safety plans and all that. And then when you get on base, being able to get on base can be difficult. Yeah. Got to make sure you vet your people ahead of time. And then once you're on base, they're going to have rigorous safety standards. Um, There's going to be people coming by. There's going to be people trying to tell you what to do. And sometimes it's really hard to know who to listen to. So best advice, I think, is if you're doing your first federal job, get to know the government be honest hey this is my first government job and if you've got a good government team they want you to succeed right they they want you to do their work occasionally you'll get a team that's not so hot they just want to see if they can put you under but 99 percent of them aren't like that at all no matter what people spread rumors about right
0: well it wastes their time doesn't it waste their time if if they Mm -hmm. want Mm -hmm. you to go down i mean that doesn't make any sense
2: it doesn't. And then they fail because their projects suck. not Right. So that's that's not the norm. And I, I know rumors go around a lot that the government employees are horrible to work with. Well, I was one. And all <laughs> I wanted to do was get the work done. And I wanted high quality safely. And right. that's what we provide as a company. So if you're working on a federal installation, just make sure you've got good qualified people doing great quality work. And if they tell you that something isn't quite right, look it up in the contract figure it out together and correct it and work as a team partner with the government. Because if you become that filthy contractor, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they've got the power to bury you. Yeah. Well, but they won't.
1: No.
0: All the ones at 84 that we've had the opportunity to work with are so great. mm -hmm. They, they want you to succeed. They want to make sure you understand all the rules. They want to make sure that you don't have any fines Like they've been very clear up front. It it hasn't been what, like you said, the rumors were.
2: Yeah. And the rumors are not real. They're not. There are people out there. I've met some of them. But as a federal contractor, we also know where we won't work. Right. We know the teams that, okay, we know in Pensacola, NAFAC Naval Facilities Engineering Command, mouthful, um, has a great group of people in the main office. You know, I love working with them. Nice. I work with them often. Then there's another group. You know, maybe for somebody else that, oh, no, don't go there. <laughs> yeah. uh, so word you just have around. to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you <laughs> just sure. have to learn. And if you're willing to work hard and do it well with an even calm demeanor, most people will be happy to mm-hmm. create a team with you and they'll bring you back. Yeah. Repeat work is the best compliment. Oh, yeah. It is.
0: Well, and once you get through all those hurdles, right, the first contract, Mm-hmm. They know that you know what they need, and so from exactly. there, it gets easier for them to hire you again, exactly. so that you are not having to go through that over and over again. I love that. I love that it's really built in a way that makes the most sense to have relationships. Right when you build right. a relationship and you get to know what they need and what you need, then the next thing you know, you have a marriage of a great opportunity, and it just keeps growing from there, and you keep growing together from there, and. You right. know, it's not just in federal contracting. If you apply that to your business as a whole, it seems to be a much better process. It's not short and easy. It's usually the long game. And you have to build those relationships to get yeah. there.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely the long game.
0: Mm-hmm, well, do we have time for
1: one more question? Christine? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Christine has had loads of successful projects. So this is kind of wrapping or talking about that. Um, In your experience working with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, what lessons have you learned that have been particularly valuable in developing and managing successful design, build, and renovation projects? How do you see the future of federal construction evolving in the coming years? I think that's a mouthful. It's (laughs) a mouthful.
2: Honestly, I think just having a good attitude and being able to be personable enough to make the connections and you have to have reasonable prices to win the work Hmm. and then go in there with a qualified team, go in there organized and with a great attitude and become part of the team and get the work done. And communication, there is nothing that replaces it. Bad communication Mm -hmm. will, will kill a project. So one of the things that my mentor, when I was with the government, one of my mentors Her name was Tina, and she always looked at me and she said, Christine, you document, you document, and then you document some more for the government. So if you have it in writing, people will complain, have detailed daily reports. If you just do things the way the government wants it and you get good at it, they're going to call you back. Yeah. And you do it with a pleasant attitude and understand that the government isn't rich. They don't have a ton of money. This is just an individual installation that has a limited budget. And you go in there knowing they've got a budget and that you've got a fair price. And you convey that and you're honest with them. For example, whenever there's a change order, I present all my subcontractors proposals to the government here. This is for you to look at. This is nice. what they save me. And then we negotiate our rates if they feel those prices are fair. But if our price is escalated because, you know, one generator is $1.3 but they thought it was only going to be 500 I've got the proposal to show them. Right. You know, just be open, honest, pleasant, and have a teaming environment and talk Mm -hmm. a lot. Talk a lot. Well, that just seems amazing. Don't don't email. Don't text. Talk. Talk. Yeah. Face-to-face meetings. Good point. Over-communicate if you have Over-communicate. to communicate. I love that. Yeah.
0: And it's so important in our industry. And, you know, that's why we have to have lean conversations all the time, right? Because mm-hmm. that communication's gone yes. in a lot of areas. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. So we are changing the perception of <laughs> non-traditional roles, one conversation at a time. So if you were the 20 year old Christine, what would you like to tell students if they're listening to the podcast today?
2: Volunteer. Nice. Love it. Get in with the technical societies and volunteer. That's wonderful. Get a leadership position. Become secretary, become vice president. Learn these people that go to technical societies. They're the ones that care. They're the ones that are good. Get out there and volunteer because in your company, wherever you end up working the first time, they're not going to give you a leadership position. Mm -mm. So you got to be humble at work, very humble. But you can also be working on your skills in communication, leadership, and work on your confidence. Go to the Society of American Military Engineers, go to Women in Construction, Society of Women Engineers, and volunteer for a leadership position. Because what happens if you fail in a volunteer leadership position? Yeah. You Nothing. just learn. You learn. That's it, right? Exactly. What if, and if you fail in your job, you you fired. Might get fired. <laughs> so volunteer for technical societies. And I can't stress that enough. So many people these days communicate by text, Mm -hmm. um, social media, and they're so shy and Mm -hmm. they don't know how to communicate. Get out there and communicate.
0: Yeah. That's going to put you learn way above the rest, right?
2: 100%. You will be hands and you will just be so far ahead of everybody else if you Mm -hmm. can just communicate well.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for that advice. And thank you for sharing your story today and talking about some of your projects. We just can't wait to share your story with the world. It'll be on YouTube. But before we get off here, I want to make sure that all of our audience knows how to get a hold of Yerkes Contractors.
2: So Can you tell them how to get a hold of you? Sure, I can do that. Um, We do talk about Yerkes Construction a lot. It's actually Yerkes South Incorporated. Okay. Huh. So many people, because we always talk Yerkes, Yerkes. Yerkes, Yerkes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually Yerkes South Incorporated. You Google us, you can find us at com. You can also reach me on email and I'm sure the ladies here will provide my email address in the notes. Anytime. If I don't respond to your email, don't take it personally ever. <laughs> <laughs> just, just send a follow-up and my. that's the best way to get me. I give you my phone number, but love to hear from anybody who would like to talk construction if there's anything i can do to help people i i do enjoy coaching
0: awesome we love that christine and also Mm -hmm. obviously you you are open to getting more work so if there's people out there listening right now that wants a federal contractor with her experience please reach out to her as well thank you again christine Mm -hmm. for being on today we really appreciate you and hope to see you very soon, actually. Yep, I'm sure really excited about being on the Women Construction Owners and Executive Board with you in 2024.
2: Yeah, me too. I'm excited as well. But thank I'll you so you. much.
0: Have a good day.
2: You too. Bye-bye.
0: Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Talk Construction Podcast with your hosts, Christy Powell and Angela Gardner. See you next time.